0: Chats for, you. for you.
1: Hello and welcome to Chats for you I'm James Walker and this is the podcast where I try and talk to people I like and they sometimes let me. Great premise, right? Great premise for a podcast. I'm a fan of it, certainly. In this episode, episode 56, I talk to the comedian Ian Sterling again. Um, But firstly, guys, uh, as this is a new year and this is the first episode I'm putting out this year, I would just like to say to you, Happy New Year! Uh, and I mean that, I really do, uh, and I realise that um, halfway through February is a bit late to be saying Happy New Year, but as I said, I have not been in your ears this year yet, so I'm just being an, a really nice boy, um, and I realise that is quite a weird way to phrase it, and it, being in your ears, it's true though, I am in your ears right now, and you can't do anything about it, except stop listening, please don't stop listening, uh, that's Yep, keep on listening, and I'll be really gentle in your ears. Oh, that's even weirder. I'm so sorry. As I said, this is my second chat with uh, the comedian Ian Sterling, and some of the topics we discuss, Um, if you're looking for that sweet bit of pre-chat scoops, um, so that's before the you actually hear the chat, and the scoops I'm giving you is what you're about to hear if you listen to the full chat. So I'm, I've called them um, pre-chat scoops. I hope that's cool with all of you. Um, but yeah, so some of the things we discuss. Uh, we discuss his tour that he is currently on, um, his newfound Love Island fame, because if you don't know, he is the voice on the very popular TV show, Love Island. Um, we also talk about uh, annoying people at gigs, and by that I mean the people that we find annoying at gigs, not us annoying people at gigs which I think you probably guessed anyway, but I like to be clear sometimes. Um, uh, His appearance on the Jonathan Ross chat show. Um, Something that is almost as good as appearing on this podcast a second time. Almost. Um, And I also uh, whip out an unusual technique for trying to get a shiny new podcast guest. But yeah, as you've been waiting quite a while for a sweet dose of chat, I shall delay no longer... And uh, yes, I did just call it a sweet dose of chat. Um, I can't apologise enough. Here is my second chat with Ian Sterling. So, um, Ian, uh, I'm just going to double-check if there's any requirements that you'd like to be met before we chat, because I did ask this last time, but you've obviously become a bit of a bigger name since. A bit of a are we recording now, by the way? Yeah, yeah. This is it, cool. So, um. Yeah, there any requirements you like to be met, like a rider at a gig, but now obviously because you've got a bit more fame than when we last called, yeah
0: are the like demands more extravagant? Yeah, well, on my tour this year, the rider is, you ready yeah. for this? Yep. Teas and coffees. Oh my God. Six bottles of water. Oh wow. And assorted snacks. Basically, Mariah Carey levels. Of- but the thing about assorted snacks is it really separates the weak from the chaff when it comes to venues. <laughs> Because some venues are sorted snacks as, yeah. like, a couple of Kit Kats. Right. Whereas when I was in... I oh, was somewhere in Essex. I can't remember the name. But they had, like, paninis and wraps. Wow. And crisps. Yeah. And I, all I put was assorted snacks. Yeah. Do you think you've shot yourself in the foot by putting assorted snacks? Cause- I probably should have just specified a little bit, like, a sandwich. or Because you feel like a bit of a diva, but at the same time... Like, yesterday, I say I didn't drive, I've got my friend Joe is on tour with me and he does a lot of the driving, but we still had to come from, so we done Leicester on Friday night, then Friday night drove Leicester to York, stayed in the hotel, then on Saturday morning drove York to Aberdeen. Wow. So that's like eight hours driving a day. And we are in London in the afternoon, so we went from London to Aberdeen in 24 hours. And we got to the venue, and we thought we were on at 8, and we we're going to go to Pizza Hut, because I love Pizza Hut so much. But then it was on at 7 o'clock, so we had nothing to eat. So I maybe should have specified, an, instead of a sort of like a sandwich. So I could have had like a sandwich before I went on, but I didn't. Yeah. So yeah, I don't really know. But yeah, this is fine. What we've got out here at the minute, I've got a can of Iron Brew, yep. and my vape.
1: Yeah, and you've got your glasses as well if you feel like popping them on. Any yeah,
0: time. I've got that for the listener. My glasses are on a table. <laughs> Yours are on your face. Yeah, 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 so there you go. That's you can visualize that when you're listening to the podcast, everyone. <laughs> yeah. My eyes are exposed. Yep. James's are shielded by what? What? Um, what prescription are you? Uh,
1: well, actually, my eyesight in terms
0: of each eye is actually pretty good. It's
1: more that they're a bit skewed. They're not straight. So this just straightens up my vision in both eyes. What do you mean?
0: You got like mirrors in your glasses? Like you can try these on, and you probably won't notice much difference. That's pretty good. It does feel like it just—it's like a magnifying glass rather than like a prescription. So it's basically like my eyes kind
1: of one of them goes a bit diagonal a wee bit. So then this sort of straightens them up a bit. Not like lazy. lazy Had that when I was younger. I had a a lazy eye eye. when I was a kid.
0: Did you have to wear an eye patch? I
1: can't remember. I had it operated on. Did you have it operated on? No, I had
0: to wear an eye patch for three months. Right, I had an operation on mine. Primary five. That's not a good age to yeah. wear an eye patch. It's cruel.
1: I don't like how cool you look with my glasses. so can gonna have them back now, please. Yeah,
0: you, for the for the recording, uh, James has put his glasses back on. And his you. hideous <laughs> lazy eyes gone back to normal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think throughout points in this we'll just swap glasses and then say where do you, you think is wearing I mean, the glasses mines
0: are, eight, mine's are like six years old so everyone thinks they're dirty but look they're just really scraped oh yeah yeah I need to get new ones I need to get an eye test
1: you can Get eye test yep gonna get that sorted soon
0: I've got one booked in oh wow yeah. after I'm doing Loose Women on Monday <laughs> and I'm gonna go and do my eye, get my eyes tested after Loose Women <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That's what people do. It. That's it's what's a normal, nice normal. That's that's relatable to normal people, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They go and they swimming and they get. i will do that the nice next day. week. Are oh, you doing <laughs> it afterwards? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So um, you're currently on your tour. You okay, hun? Yeah. Uh, that's a little kiss noise. Uh, uh, there's a there's an X on the end. Yeah, that, that was the kiss noise I was doing there. So uh. no
0: one's called it. That's actually really good. <laughs> you okay, hun? I might I might do that the of uh, tonight's show. <laughs> okay, cool.
1: um, because it's fresh in your mind and it's what you're currently doing. How on earth is the tour going? You told me last night was a bit of mayhem.
0: Last night was not mayhem. I think it was a mixture of two different things. One, I've been on, I've done like four tours, but no one's come to them before. Apart from Edinburgh, because I'm from here. So I'm used to doing gigs to like 10 people. Mm -hmm. So, but Aberdeen, for some weird reason, is always busy. Right. So I've all, it's always been my favorite gig of the tour. So I think my expectation levels of the gig, I was quite excited and giddy and excited for it, but obviously the audience don't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm just a guy walking on stage like I do every night. And then that was coupled with the fact there was a group of pe- four people at the front who were, they whooped. I, that's my f- worst yeah. thing is the whooping. Do you know the whooping? You've been yeah. at a gig with whoopers. Been
1: at a gig at whoopers, uh, with whoopers. And also, like, when you see a stand-ups do sets and, like, Jimmy Fallon and everything like that. Yeah. Like, always
0: in there. It was that sort of American, like, detached from what's actually going on when they heard a word that they deemed offensive,
1: right. even
0: if it wasn't being offensive. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but say, for example, you said punched someone. Punched. But you could have been like... I punched a hole in a bit of paper they'd hear the word punched and go oh you know right probably like for example I think but then obviously with more buzzwords so like rude things yeah Like us I never I'm trying not to be rude on your podcast it's such a nice podcast you can imagine the words I'm talking about rude words that are rude in some capacities but aren't in others they go oh and then whenever I said something they go Right, yeah. And I was doing the offstage announcement to bring on Gareth Much, who's opening for me. Can
1: we just, lovely boy? He's a very nice
0: lovely. Lovely He's Edinburgh's second most lovely boy. Okay, well, yeah, that's fair. And when I was doing the offstage announcement, they get going, woo! And I went, offstage, I was like, can you please stop wooing? And they went, woo! And they'd done it the whole way, and I brought on Gareth, and they whooped through Gareth. And then about 10 minutes into my set, I went, everyone else can't hear it, but you're at the front and it's really annoying me. Can you please stop doing it? And they said, no. So I said, well, you can leave then. And obviously the rest of the audience get really awkward. And I think the reason crowds get awkward is when you're a comedian, the only way they can show agreement with you is by laughter. Mm -hmm. So when you say something like, can you leave? They can't laugh at that. So they just sort of stare at you then I get slightly annoyed at the audience because all I'm doing is trying to get these women to stop whooping yeah. so everyone else can enjoy the gig. Because I don't know what you're like as an audience member, but if someone even talks or looks at their phone during a show, yeah, I, I then fixate yeah. on that person. Uh-huh. And I hate, what I hate even more than that is when someone's rude and ruins the gig for me, yeah. and then for the next 40 minutes, they really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And that annoys me even more because I can't enjoy it anymore because they're there and they're a Prep, yeah, and they're enjoying it.
1: That puts me in mind of I went to see uh, the Divine Comedy, a band I really like. Uh,
0: bands are even worse sometimes. Yeah.
1: Divine Comedy, like they're very chilled and it's very nice music in that. Yep. And but there was uh, a couple being very drunk, very near me, and I am almost certain—I'd say ninety like percent—the uh, lady was giving the guy a handjob under his jacket.
0: And you were annoyed because you weren't getting the handjob. that? Am I, am no. I, have I looked no. into that wrong? Oh, sorry, sorry, I right, got confused. <laughs> <laughs> no carry yeah. up no this is because that this was is...
1: just like put me off because like that's in my peripheral that'll
0: put you off yeah I, I went like... to see I went to see a comedian a very famous comedian uh, oh I've just kicked the table I went oh, to see okay. a very famous comedian at the House of Apollo and there's a couple in front of me just snogging each other and that annoyed me as well because you're not watching it yeah. you can kiss each other all you want this man is from America and he's here for an hour and a half yeah. in your entire life uh-huh. finish the hour and a half yeah. and then do kiss mm-hmm. in. But there was no second base with them. So you're at a divine comedy gig. Yeah. And someone's doing second base on each other.
1: Yeah. And like like I'm pretty certain, but then part of the gig was just me trying to work out, is that
0: is that really what's happening? So I'm going to we look over there That again. is that is text that would ruin the gig for And me.
1: then people were asking them to shut up and then I presume I couldn't hear it stop Handjobbing. Stop handjobbing. I guess that's You've crazy made it a great
0: That's a great <laughs> verb, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What is the actual verb for hand job? I think handjobbing is it. <laughs> yeah. Handjobbing. Guys, can you please just stop handjobbing? We're trying to enjoy this show. Guys, can everyone stop handjobbing everyone else? <laughs> that's really good. I like that, handjobbing.
1: <laughs> and then, so after they were told off, uh, they didn't do it harder. but then like the woman would like purposely at the end of songs like reach over to the person and ask them to shut up and like clap right in her ear
0: these people are, I hate these people it's
1: horrible Um, but yeah so you had a wee bit of experience with people yeah so
0: basically long story short these women were down the front and the reason it made it even worse is they were having a fun time they were enjoying it but what really annoyed me is 10 minutes into that gig I said stop whooping or leave Mm. because it made the audience awkward i then had to carry on and they carried on doing it not, not right. as much but they've done it throughout the whole gig and it's annoyed me and i think the audience could tell i was annoyed so i think a few people in the audience were obviously a bit worried that mm-hmm. also i do the tv i do some people expect like a shiny guy off telly and my stance a bit i'm a bit sort of sweaty and talk about sad yeah, yeah. things sometimes mm-hmm. So when I'm already clearly annoyed, I think the audience were a bit like, "What's happened yeah. to this man mm. off the telly that is good and I'm, I'm I'm normal?" So yeah, it was fun gig. Don't get me wrong. Like, and it was busy and there was lots of people and I was really flattering and I was really happy about it. But it re- those women annoyed me. And the, the same way those women would annoy me if I was watching that gig, yeah, they yeah. would have annoyed it. Mm. So yeah, but maybe I'm a bit oversensitive sometimes.
1: Right. Um. But you said kind of like you, people sometimes know you're like off the telly and stuff like that. Because obviously you were the voice on Love Island. Yes, I, For, I was
0: and I am. You weren't, yeah. You, Unless you've been told on. something by ITV that I've not. I'm not privy to. Well, I think you'll find
1: out that Edinburgh's nicest boy has now got that gig. James, <laughs> James is the
0: voice of Love Island.
1: Like, <laughs> the Daily Mail are listening to this. It's going to be front page. <laughs> um, so, how has that show changed your life?
0: I can tour the country now, as we've slightly touched on, mm-hmm. and when I put on a gig. Not only does a venue let me go there, but people come to the venue, which is a big game changer. Right, yeah. Because I, I remember once I'd done a gig in Exeter, and three people were there, Right. and then those three people needed the toilet, so they had to go. So Yeah, they, at the same time? Yeah, there was a cup on, and the other guy went, well, I'll go while they've gone. <laughs> so, like, the whole audience went to the toilet, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: and you've got to wait. Yes. Yeah, so I just waited. Right. Whereas now it's like 300 people come So the three people go to the toilet I, I don't, Sometimes I don't even notice it Yeah. So that's, the toilet breaks are a lot less noticeable mm. That's changed um, Davina McCall invites me to her birthday party That's a big one That's a big change in my life what That else? wasn't happening before was it? No she never invited me I've been but she never invited me I wasn't allowed in It was a disaster <laughs> What else has happened? I get better soap now Better soap? Yeah, I get... Um, I can't remember the name of it, but I get posh soap. Oh,
1: well,
0: yeah. My girlfriend had this really posh soap and it smelled like pomegranate smell. And I was like, I love that soap. Oh. So now I've got posh soap.
1: Yeah. I don't think I could say what pomegranate smells like. I don't think I know. I don't think one.
0: I know. I've never tasted it. Mm. But if you give them it in soap form, I could tell you. I've certainly
1: drawn it. I remember art classes, it was the one they wanted. You, you can cut it, it down the middle. Yeah, cut it down, and it's good to draw.
0: Pomegranate, passion fruit, they're good drawers. Yeah, So my, my my all my soaps now smell of fruit that's good to draw <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the biggest change
1: <laughs> i mean my next question was what are all your soaps like these days is that actually uh,
0: yeah yeah you you know me so well <laughs>
1: um so when you're uh, working on love island was it uh, an interesting way to work writing for that show because it's probably something you maybe didn't do before when you did that show in terms of like yeah. watching the footage and trying to come up with jokes for it, yeah. did that help you at all?
0: D- writing daily, having it as a comedian, and you all know this, doing comedy and doing podcasting, having deadlines is so good for your productivity. Mm-hmm. Like I got s- so much better, so much quicker at doing a voiceover because I had to do it every day. Mm-hmm. And I had to do a voiceover for an hour-long show every single day. So that's useful, whereas sometimes my stand-up doesn't sometimes get any better. Like today, for example... Scotland I don't know when this is going to come out but Scotland just beat France in the rugby and I watched right, that yeah. and in Liverpool we just beat Southampton so rather than getting better at stand-up I had a tenant's lager and watched those two things oh my god whereas in Love Island I, wouldn't have been a, I would have just not watched them right yeah yeah and I would have done the voiceover thing so yeah having in being like a comedian having deadlines is really useful to getting better at a thing mm-hmm. so that helped and I like it's a different challenge as well which is nice I don't think I could do like voiceover or present telly or be a stand up S- just do that all mm-hmm. year round I need to do other stuff Yeah. so it's nice having some variety
1: mm-hmm. and, um, when I was uh, with you during the Edinburgh Fringe last year when we were chatting uh, at one point a couple people came up to you were asking for selfies etc yeah. um, do you think they were actually just a big fan of my podcast but too shy to
0: ask me do you know what it's mad how many people come to shows because of podcasts. <laughs> right. I think you, you it's they tend to be on sort of lesser viewership, but the the loyalty is really there. Right. Yeah. I bet you've got you you've got some real chats for you hardcore fans. Maybe, but they've never
1: made themselves known. make yourselves me. known. <laughs> and in what way?
0: What would the be the best Tweet, way? Tweet chats yep. for you. You got a Twitter account? Yeah. Or at James Walker Guy. Tweet at James Walker guy and say, do you know what? At James Walker guy, love the podcast. I listen to all three of James A. Casters. I listen yeah. to Ed Gamble's. I think I'm maybe the guy that listens <laughs> to this more exactly. than anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I listen to both of mine. So yeah, i no, It's not. Um, they could have been. Yeah, it sounds like you're. You're viewership or listenership is maybe quite shy then. Mm, Yeah. so maybe they did say Love Alan because they were a bit shy around you to yeah. say that it was the podcast <laughs> yeah. yeah if you're shy don't be shy around James he's dead nice so just tell him on Twitter at James Walker Guy yeah thank you
1: very much that's very kind
0: or tweet me and I'll pass it on
1: yeah yeah that, that'd be good that'd be good as well. I'm
0: um, at James Walker Guy on Twitter. <laughs> oh
1: my god that is very confusing Um. so you were recently on the Jonathan Ross show I was on that yeah Um. you were a guest on
0: that how mad was that? Mental. Do you know why? I, I don't know if i told anyone this. Do you know why I was on it? No. Someone pulled out. Right, okay. Do you know who pulled out? No. Russell Crowe. Okay. <laughs> I replaced Russell yeah, Crowe on Jonathan Ross. Yep. Yeah, but I, yeah, it was really mad. But I I went on, un- I'm not well known enough. I've not got, everyone else had a team around them. Right. So I was running late. I think I was doing something that day, probably playing FIFA, to be honest with you, but I hadn't got any clothes to wear. So I went and bought a shirt. and then, So I went and got a shirt and Mm -hmm. got a taxi to the place. And I put the shirt on, and I bent down to tie my shoelaces, and the shirt burst open. So the shirt was too small, a size too small. And when we were backstage, I was with... Sheridan Smith, this Welsh guy who's been like Fast and the Furious, and he's Garcon in the Beauty and the Beast films. Okay, yeah, I think, yeah. Lee something, he's a lovely man, and the band, the script. And the script didn't have as many people. Oh, and Peter Kay. And everyone else had, like, the Welsh Hollywood guy who was lovely, had a makeup artist, a stylist who had. Have you ever seen those things? the rolly things that are sticky and you can roll it on you someone just kept rolling this thing on him even though he hadn't moved in like (laughs) an hour and then he had the tailor that made his suit telling him how to sit to look good in the suit and warning him that when he stood up like oh the when you stand up the mic pack makes the suit look ruffled whereas I was sat on my own trying to work out how I could sit in a seat without the shirt bursting open right yeah yeah and at that point, I realised I'm out of my depth. <laughs> well, that's
1: amazing. I do remember, like, whenever I watched chat shows and <laughs> that, I always notice the little little unbutton of the suit jacket, and then they sit down. Like no, that, that's I had always my. A move that they always I do. couldn't
0: physically button mine up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was absolutely. I was. In, I was. I was in real trouble. Was, was it in... weird because,
1: like, obviously they have the shots of you guys backstage, like. Yeah. Is, how long is that? How long are you sat in that You're room there park? for
0: a long time and you don't know these people. And when mm-hmm. you watch it on telly, you think everyone's just chilling out and having a nice time. Yeah. But you don't say anything to anyone. So you just sort of stood there and then the camera comes on you and then you wave with Sheridan Smith like your best pals. She's lovely though. We got on alright towards the end. Yeah, it's quite a bizarre experience. Yeah. Fun though. Yeah. Like it's fun. You were talking. very funny in it. It was very good. I think I was okay. I think I decided to basically just this there's two ways of doing it isn't it you can answer actual questions or you can tell them i've got this story that might be funny yeah yeah yeah. and then they can ask you oh what about that story and i decided to do that Mm -hmm. and then just do stand-up essentially because my stand-up sometimes my stand-up doesn't work because it feels too much like i'm just chatting right yeah so it lends itself to a format where i am just chatting Mm -hmm. because it doesn't look too much like stand-up so i think that helps yeah but yeah, I was happy with it, I mm-hmm. think. Although I w- I've now got that... Sh- I did buy that sh- My friend bought me that shirt in a bigger size to say well done.
1: Okay, cool. that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, look.
0: so I've got... Um, a, if you want a black shirt and it's got skull buttons, it's a really cool oh, shirt. Yeah. But if, if anyone's a, a medium... From I think it's from Cooples I think. Cool. If you're a medium in Cooples, like tweet yeah. me and you can have you. The, you can have the shirt for free I think.
1: Uh, still speaking of Jonathan Ross. Uh, let's say if you could select your dream fellow guests to be on with, mm-hmm. and this is your chance to meet them and hang out with them in that backstage area. Yep. Who would it be? And we'll go with like three
0: famous people and then a band as well. Oh wow, that's so exciting! First, Stephen Gerrard, mm-hmm. who's former captain of a football team. Yes. And I love him very much. Mm-hmm. And I think he's really cool. What do you think you'd say to him? I don't know. Probably hi. Good start. And then I'd be like, I've read your autobiography and the second one's really great and I really liked it. And then we'd talk about football and I'd ask him what America was like for the year that he was there. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, ask him about Liverpool and stuff. Good and good. ask him what Luis Suarez was like in real life. Okay. That'd be the main thing. Second person, Connolly. Of the Billy variety, yep. not Brian. <laughs> yeah. Although Brian Connolly is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Billy Connolly, I'm sure he'd be fun, but Billy's the main one. Yeah, I'd like him. Billy Connolly would be second, and then third person would be um, Haley Williams. No, but I could have Paramore in my Paramore. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, this is hard. No, because I don't. L- Paramore, have been through too much. Right. What band? You. I mean, the- they've had too many people leave and stuff. Yeah. I want Hayley Williams though that's hard yeah I might go Haley Williams I just think she's quite fascinating and she's cool okay cool and I like her music yeah I'm going to go Hayley Williams cool. third one and then band that's so hard mm-hmm. because I would go like classic like back from the dead I'm thinking like Zeppelin my genuine three I'm thinking about are Busted <laughs> Biffy or Zeppelin yeah and if there was a supergroup
1: of them, what would their name be? And you can have that.
0: Beth, Bethlin, be- Bethlin, Bethlin, Led Bethlin. Okay. Yeah, so Led Bethlin. Led, be- I'd meet Led Bethlin. But well, do you know what I would? But I would go. Really, only I only need Charlie from Buster's. Really. Yeah. Really. All of above. All the Biffy, but Simon would be best. And yeah. it would have to be all the but then I need all the Zeppelin. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? I'd need all the Zeppelin. I would settle for just Simon from Biffy, yeah. and I would literally I've if all the buses showed up I wouldn't speak to the other two. I'd just have like to Charlie <laughs> anyway.
1: Um, cool, so that's a good selection of guests there. Uh so this is just something that sort of happened to me recently and then it'll morph into a question. Cool. Um, I'm not quite sure how to ask it yet. This is the first time Let's get this is getting run out. Uh, this might
0: be like a reg. if it goes well, this be like a regular question. It might
1: be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So um, recently I was thinking about uh, asking someone out, like there's a specific person that I was thinking, I might ask this person out, right? Yeah. Um, and in one sentence, all of this information was conveyed to me, okay? My boyfriend... Oh, I hate that is also called James Walker. That sentence was said to me with me having no prior knowledge in one go. So um, I was all over the place Uh, and pretty sure the next few sentences out of my mouth would have just been general gibberish. When is the time you were truly lost for words?
0: First of all, but then imagine if that person was saying my boyfriend is also called James Walker, meaning they were being like, you're my boyfriend
1: Right, yeah <laughs> It's not like, like do that Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it not? So There's another person? Yeah, yeah, yeah It's not so like a human
0: being It wasn't They weren't At James Walker guy On Twitter <laughs> When was someone Said something? Last night At Aberdeen mm-hmm. An audience member I talk about Love Island on stage A little bit And I do a joke about was a guy Called Marcel Who was on Love Island And Marcel Was from the Boy band Blazing Squad mm-hmm. Right? Don't you watch so It was a sort of running joke on the show He he basically went around everyone individually And went Guys Like Hi Craig Or whoever I'm in Blazing Squad I used to be in Blazing Squad But don't tell anyone else I I don't want anyone else to know But he told everyone that And also it was quite funny Because you tell it people who are like 21 I I don't know You might be too young to know who Blazing Squad is
1: I know who they are I'm 26 So you're 26
0: and you're struggling So he was going to 21 (laughs) year olds and going Mate I'm in Blazing Squad Don't (laughs) tell anyone so on stage I go. There's this guy called Marcel. If you don't know him, he was in a band. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Like stupid. Yeah. And this really drunk older lady went, too young. And I went, too young, for what? Like for what? And then obviously I went, what, too young to be to know who Blazing Squad are. who were <laughs> around ten years ago. I'm like, how old do you have to be to know Blazing Squad? Like, oh, you! Won't. I'm I'm fifty. I remember back in the day, I was in the clubs, and Blazing Squad <laughs> were performing alongside the Beatles. I, was like, I, I re- but it took me ages to get there. Obviously, now I know she meant you're too young for Blazing Squad. When she you're too young, I was like, I, but like for what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that confused me when someone told me I was too young to know who Blazing Squad were.
1: I mainly remember Blazing Squad because Kenzie was on Buzzcocks one time.
0: He was on a couple of times. I remember Russell Howard. This is. I remember root. that, yeah, yeah. I, I remember they were asking Kenzo, what he's a bodybuilder now. Is he? I think so. He was for a bit, and I think he dated Jodie Marsh. Or yeah, I remember that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then um, they said they asked him what the song "Flip Reverse" it was about, yeah. and he gave this long-winded um, definition, and then Russell Howard went bullshit. It's about anal on the back of a truck. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I've Which got is- this weird thing where I used to watch old Buzzcocks with Simon Amstel so much that I, I don't think I could do it anymore but for a while, if you named one guest I could name every other guest that was on the show I,
0: do you know what, I remember once that I lied, before I, I'd done like even any telly and stand up, any stand up on telly I lied that I was on an episode of Buzzcocks with someone and they said, who was on with you and I literally listed an actual episode and I just took out Rod Gilbert and replaced him with me.
1: <laughs> That's an amazing technique. Um, so you were recently on the Comedy Central show Roast Battle.
0: Yeah, I was, yeah.
1: How was that experience and how did you prepare for it?
0: Well, I, I roast battled Joel Domet. So the way I prepared for it is I wrote so many you got caught masturbating on the internet yep. jokes, like maybe 30 <laughs> and then said them out loud for ages. That's yep. how, I, that's genuinely how I <laughs> Me and Joel met up actually. We hadn't really done enough work. It was a weird one because we, well, I can't speak for him, but I didn't want to do that show really because if you look at my past career in terms of a roast battle, I am very low hanging fruit. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm Scottish I used to do kids' TV. I'm a voiceover person, so it's not even on the screen. Right, yeah. Like, there's lots you can pick from, so I, was like, I didn't really want to do it. And eventually, I went, Do you want to do a guy who's done reality TV and got caught masturbating on the internet? And I thought, I think we're in the same boat here. Like, we can both be pretty easy targets. And also, Joel's a really good, Joel's a really good friend of mine, and like, genuinely one of my best friends in comedy. So, when well, me and Joel, we decided to do it because we we're, like, were really good mates but I think I could have maybe been harsher but I would rather still have Joel as a friend than do well on that show. Right, yeah, yeah. But it was still funny I think. Yeah. It was good, yeah. It was enjoyable to watch. It was really hard. It's like doing your first gig though because you'd never done the jokes before. Right, yeah. So you're saying jokes like a new material night like, but it's filmed on television and Jimmy Carr and Russell Brand and Catherine Ryan are looking at you while you do jokes that you've never done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when a joke goes badly it's like an audience don't like it it's all getting filmed Yeah. And Catherine Ryan's looking at you. And she's lovely. And Again, we started around about the same time, me and Catherine. I think she might have started a bit before me, but not by much. And, like, so she's really lovely. So you don't want to do badly when Catherine Ryan's in a yeah. room. Yeah. You want to do really well, uh-huh. like, make her think, oh, he's really good. You don't have to go, oh, that's a terrible joke about masturbating on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which happened a couple of times. Right. But some of the jokes are funny, but yeah. masturbating on the internet. Uh-huh. But, yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Um. I'll just double check this will be off podcast but um so in 10 minutes the door's open
0: do i need to hurry up or are we okay to no the door's open in 10 minutes but like we could we should leave this in this is interesting uh, do you think so i think so the door's open in 10 minutes but the show's not for an hour after that so like all that'll happen is people might be in yeah yeah yeah. there'll yeah. be a bit of noise bleed yeah that's fine but, but i don't think anyone's your goal for this in. to continue for yeah, a bit I'm, yeah I'm cold yeah cold. Man.
1: No worries. Um, so speaking of uh, the most battle in Joel Domit, um so this is an idea I'm not too sure about, but I'll say it all out of my mouth now. Do it now, yeah, um, go for it. So um, as you said, on the show, you uh, went toe-to-toe with Joel Dommett. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Joel is one of my dream people to have as a guest on this podcast. He'd uh,
0: be so good on I this. I think you tried
1: to help me get him one time. I think that was very kind of you. And um, That was pre him doing like, the jungle and stuff as well. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had an idea that I think might entice him on Okay. Right. Um, so, uh, as you know, it's a rule uh, if someone slings a roast your way, you have to respond. Right, okay. Um, it's the law worldwide. Right. Uh, I have Joel's new book in my back. Okay. It's really good. Have you read any of it yet? I've read quite a bit of it, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. He's one of my favourite comedians, so I was reading the book. This um, is Je- Joel, of you're listening. That's your book. <laughs> so, you can genuinely see where it was there. Uh, I've read up to, so I've read quite a bit. So Shall I have to tell you without. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: He's on page ninety.
1: It only came out yesterday, didn't it? It came out um, a few days ago. Wasn't it just yesterday? It was
0: thirty pages a day though.
1: It's yeah.
0: Solid. It's, I mean, I didn't stick to that way of doing it, but. <laughs> how many pages is it? I'm I'm trying to write a book at the minute. I want to know how many pages he's done. Three three five. Oh, the ending. Do you know what? Look at it. It's very romantic.
1: Oh, I, I'm aware of the ending because I've watched an interview about it, so I know what happens. Three
0: hundred and thirty-five pages. Yeah. So,
1: you think you've got that in you? Um, at the minute, my book's a bit. 42 pages.
0: Right.
1: But I've only started it. Yeah. So my idea is uh, so I've got uh, Joel's notebook, book. Uh, I'm thinking if we continue the roast on the pages of the book. So what I mean is I'm going to give you a pen and you can write something in this book. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and maybe word of this will maybe get to him somehow. And because mm-hmm. of the rule, he'll obviously 100% need to write something back on in the book himself. Yeah. Uh, whilst guesting on this podcast at the same cool. time, of course. So um, I'll give you a pen. I've got a pen in my bag. Yep. Um, so I don't know where you want to do it. You choose a colour as well if you want. I've got I'm going to go uh, blue for Scotland. Blue for Scotland, there we go.
0: And what you were supposed to write like a roast for Joel? Yeah. So I don't know if you want to do it near the front somewhere. Do you know what? I'll do it near the front so I don't. Although it might be nice if you get a few pages in. This is quite felt tippy. But let's not bleed through to the other page? I'll, I'll write it as light as I can. Okay, cool
1: let's see He's picking a page okay doing a page of choice uh, this book
0: <laughs> stinks this book stinks oh that's good that's gonna burn that's a one two seven as well that's his that's his least favorite number oh no so there you go joel this book stinks <laughs> i'm gonna write my name as well
1: yeah there we go so got that there and then now he might feel obliged to come on the podcast and say well actually it doesn't that'll be the next line written next to it he'll be
0: like no the book doesn't stink <laughs> And I'm like, you got caught wanking on the internet.
1: (laughs) So um, now uh, I'm going to do a section called Super Clever Question Reversal. Cool. Um, So this is questions that I've heard asked a lot in comedy interviews, Mm -hmm. but I've given them a bit of a twist. Cool. um, Because I'm a super clever man. Cool. Uh, What is the nicest heckle you've ever had? Good. I just for the listeners just got fist bumped by Ian. Yeah, because the
0: every. Effing interview ever is. What's the worst echo you've ever had, or what's it been? and you're like they don't exist. I've had nice ones. Mm-hmm. Um, once I was in a show and it was uh, I was in the Comedy Zone in Edinburgh festival in 2010. And I was on stage and I'm talking about. I said something dumb like, "I'm on telly," and someone like, went "I don't know who you are." And then one of my mum's friends was in the crowd and she went, actually he's on CBBC, which is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. And they stuck <laughs> that's up that's for me nice. so hard. Actually he's on CBBC, yeah, it's yeah. the nicest thing I've ever had. <laughs> um,
1: so is there, Ian, I was wondering this, is there anything we can joke about?
0: Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> There's nothing you can joke about in comedy. So, because
1: cause I'm compiling a list and I just want to send it around to everyone when it's done and then be like, yeah. guys, we can not Do you know what?
0: If you made that list and every time I said, like, what can't you joke about in comedy? Well, here's a list of what you can. not Right, you can joke about ironing, yeah. books, the, the, the alphabet, <laughs> oh, yeah. chairs, yes. floors, volcanoes what? that are extinct, yeah, frames. Mm-hmm. And what kind of frames like glasses frames oh or are you all mad no, you can't I'm joke so about sorry. glasses so frames <laughs> so picture sorry. frames <laughs> yeah. picture frames and calendars that's what, that's what you can joke about so you can combine them all into the one joke you've hit the jackpot
1: yeah you can. The
0: jackpot. you can
1: you um, can so uh, how do you think you'll finish in comedy if you had to guess like your perfect <laughs> going out scenario
0: <laughs> that's really good or like well. going out in a blaze of glory like what would it be I would another roast battle of Joel Domet. And just as I'm doing my 35th, you got caught whining kind of an internet joke. He bludgeons me to death with his <laughs> own book.
1: <laughs> so would all like everyone still be there? Like Catherine Ryan. Catherine Ryan be would be
0: there. Like Russell Brand would be there. Like saying like, "Don't do a job, man. We need to all meditate and be at one." And then Jimmy Carr would go. <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> That's me trying to do a Jimmy Carr laugh, is really <laughs> hard. <laughs> So that's how how I like to go out. With Joel Dommett bludgeoning me to death while Jimmy Carr laughs.
1: Yeah, and it'd also be with that book, the one that says, this book book stings. He'd be screaming, it doesn't (laughs) sting." Yeah. Um, So this is a listener question from a friend, Richard. And he says, have you ever thought about meeting the other Ians? For example, Ian Edinburgh and Ian Aberdeen, (laughs) etc.
0: Do you know who I've met? There's an Ian Sterling Mm -hmm. who owns a gin company. Right, and he came to my gig once. Uh-huh. So I've met Ian Sterling, another Ian Sterling, another one. and he used to be above me in Google search, but now I'm above him. Oh, well done, mate. And there's another Ian Sterling that used to present continuity on the BBC. Right. And I used to do continuity on the children's BBC. Mm-hmm. I've never met any other Scottish city Ians. Okay, yeah. I've Is met-
1: that the dream, though? Is
0: that the dream? Today? I met well. I really like Ian Banks. I should mm-hmm. have had him at the dinner party. He's one of my favourite offers. Yeah. So I'd like to meet him. Uh-huh. Um Ian Westwood. Right. He's like a good golfer. And that's it. Ian Poulter. I met quite a few Ians, yeah. Yeah, I've never met them. But yeah, I've never thought about it, but I'd like it if I did.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, you'd like to. Meet I've
0: them. met I've met another Ian Sterling Yeah, yeah that's the name. That it was good and um, no, it was fun.
1: But um is it a lifetime goal of you to meet these other Ian slash location names? Absolutely not. No. But it is now. It is now <laughs> <It> absolutely <laughs> it is now. Not. Um, so now we're going to revisit my trademark question So you would have been asked this last time And you might have heard it on the ones you listened to But you, um, I revamped it obviously Because this is your second time appearing yeah. On the Yeah um, So uh, trademark question is What do you like yeah. um, But I've updated it So uh, what do you like now <laughs> uh, your, <laughs> your answers last time uh, Were stuff, <laughs> pasta
0: and comedy I like FIFA now FIFA now FIFA 18 now Ooh. I'm obsessed with FIFA Although FIFA 18 is not as good as FIFA 17. But I love FIFA 18. Mm -hmm. I love early, noughties, alternative rock. Yep. So we're talking My Chemical Romance. Yeah. We're talking Paramore. Yeah. We're talking Bowling for Soup. Yeah. We're talking Blink. Mm -hmm. We're talking Newfound Glory. Yeah. We're talking Angels and Airwaves. We're talking... What else are we talking, here? We're talking... Sum 41. Oh, yeah. We're talking alien amphib. Oh, mate. We're talking. <laughs> We're talking. Doesn't sound like we are. Oh, there's loads more. What am I doing?
1: <laughs> Stained. Stained. You said that very aggressively and it gave me a. Fright. Puddle of mud.
0: <laughs> okay. Slipknot. They're a bit harder, but they, f- they fit. And finally, we're talking. Oh, it's
1: getting real louder. We're talking. <laughs> the best one if it's got Alien Ant Have I said Alien Ant Ampl- yeah, Ampl- yeah, already? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> you get the idea, though. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. liking
0: now. I'm on tour, so we're driving around a lot. Me, my friend Joe, and we like the same music. Yeah. So that's what we like to listen to. So,
1: like last time, you did say you liked um, stuff. Does that still stand? Do you still Stuff's like stuff? good. Yep.
0: You can joke about stuff as well. Um, pasta. Eat it every- I've literally, before this podcast started, Joe went to get us pasta. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that sweet. actually happened. And I
1: think last time when we interviewed, because I listened back to a bit of it, you generally said I have pasta every day. I have it every day, <laughs> so that has not changed. I have it every day, and you also mentioned uh, you said there's a new type of pasta, out, and I was a bit amazed by that. <laughs> a new pasta? There's always now.
0: new pastas.
1: I, t- I didn't know they keep. Re- they don't do a big press release about the new pastas
0: They never bang on about it. They like to keep it in the sort of in the cir- in the circles, a circle. Is there a new
1: pasta that's came out in the last couple of years that's really done it for you?
0: Yeah well I just I mean it's not new to, any, to me it's new brown pasta healthy right. pasta yeah I love it Love it It tastes as good as normal pasta mm-hmm. but it's just brown yeah but it's better for you oh my god brown pasta brown pasta hashtag brown pasta
1: and you also said last time that you liked comedy and that is still true and you mentioned some Netflix specials what are some of the recent ones you've been watching
0: the Chappelle ones I've Have not you, seen them yet mate no. oh my giddy aunt your giddy aunt oh my giddy god the new Chappelle specials are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The new Patton Oswald special is Okay, you need to say that I cried right? and laughed so hard. Yeah. It's so honest and like beautiful and what he talks about is really a difficult thing for him to talk about and a difficult thing to hear someone talk about, but he does it so amazingly well. Yeah. So Patton Oswald and the, the Dave Chappelle ones are really good. Yeah. And Maria Bamford. Yep. Yeah. She's still I don't think she's brought one out since we spoke, I can't remember, but still definitely listen to them yeah. because they're oh. amazing. And so, for, Todd
1: Barry's new one, I really like. it. More. I liked
0: it, I like Todd Barry a lot, I really like Todd Barry's new one, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's as good as Patton Oswalt, Dave Chappelle and Maria right, Bamford, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, but it's good, Yeah. and um, I've not watched it, but what's that new guy, his surname begins with S, he's like a storytelling guy. Tom Segura? Yeah. I've not seen that a one A few yet, no. people have told me that's really great. Okay, cool. But I've not seen that yet. Um.
1: So yeah, I've also started to watch Todd Glasses. I like Todd Glass. I
0: love Todd Glass. So and I didn't... Have you ever got a, one of those comedians? I had it with Mickey Flanagan, where you look at a picture of them and you think, I'm not... I don't think they're funny. Right, okay. I had that with Todd Glass, but he's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I like Todd Glass as well. What was uh, Rory Scoville not seen it? Any good? His special is very, very good. I think they're bringing it. Loads of British people are bringing it, like short ones. I know Ashley and Bees doing yeah. a on that one, and I think Phil Wang's doing one. Yeah, I Yeah, so that'll product. be really. They're two of my favourite comics. And in the A-Caster's
1: got four on the way.
0: The, the A-Caster ones will make that man like superstar. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No doubt
0: about it. You're just a furious that you've got three podcasts, but then ne- that's why Netflix got four. Netflix <laughs> <laughs> to trump your podcast. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Maybe Netflix have it out for me. Yeah, Ch- chats for you. You've got three a they Netflix have got four. Oh my god! How dare they? How bloody dare they? Um, you paid him more as well. Uh, I paid him so much money to just <laughs> so <laughs> no. much money, man. You should see how much money we've got right here. i right now. <laughs> mad.
1: Goddamn stacks of it. Uh, so finally, anything you'd like to add or get off your chest at
0: the end of this chat? Um, I don't think Joel Domit's book stinks. Yep. Okay. I think it's quite good yes um, I just like creating fake beefs with people and then that gives me more attention yeah I'm like that um, I think there's more stuff you can talk about in comedy I wish I'd mentioned more things and I mostly I wish I'd mentioned more alternative rock bands from the early noughties yeah I didn't mention System of a Down for example
1: oh yeah but you have now you have this it, yeah but
0: I didn't mention them at the time I didn't mention A you I didn't mention them Yeah which is a bit annoying I, mean, I didn't mention POD I could POD. edit
1: I out you saying these and pop them in there no, that, them too much effort too I much did, effort I
0: didn't mention POD right I don't, don't, I don't think I know them they're like a Christian rock band but he uh. didn't know that at the time because they had dreadlocks and I thought they were cool <laughs> okay but apart from that I'm very happy with everything I've said here today
1: yeah thank you for listening everyone goodbye say goodbye to the listeners
0: say goodbye to the listeners
1: oh cheeky <laughs> That was my chat with Ian Sterling. Thank you very much to Ian for being on the podcast again. If you'd like to keep up to date with what he is up to, he is um, at IanDoesJokes on Twitter. Um, his website is IanDoesJokes.com uh, If you fancy following me on Twitter as well, I am at JamesWalkerGuy. And also, I did mention uh, during the chat, it'd be very nice if the comedian Joel Domit was to come on the podcast at some point. I think he'd enjoy it as well. And um, if you want it and you're keen to hear him on this podcast, feel free to send him a tweet if you'd like to. I am a lot uh, further through his book now and having an absolutely lovely time. But yeah, I'm not sure when the next episode of this will come out. Hopefully it'll be quite soon. But um, I'd like to thank you for listening. I'll I'll do that now. Um, Thank you. Feel free to tell other people about this podcast if you'd like to do that. But there's no pressure, guys. Keep it chill. Keep it on the down... Don't keep it on the down low. That's the exact opposite. Uh, Shout it from the rooftops. Shout the entirety of this podcast and do the different voices for me and Ian from the rooftops. Is that what I mean? I think that's what I mean. Uh, So, yeah, when you're out and about and you've got a spare however long this podcast is to spare, um, please go to the highest peak you can find and reenact this entire podcast. Um, that is all I ask of you, my uh podcast listeners who have let me in your ears for a bit <laughs> If you like this podcast, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Chats4U, and it'd be great if you could also leave a glowing five-star review on the iTunes store, that'd be good as well. Uh, nothing less than glowing though, just the glowing ones. You can also follow it via iTunes and your RSS feed via subscribing to it, but um, you probably knew that already, I don't need to tell you about. You probably knew subscribing to a podcast was a thing, and you'd quite like it if people stopped asking you to do it because you're your own person and you can make your own choices isn't that right yeah i'm on your side guys but still please subscribe Uh, it's all i have bye